the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. As much as I'd like to think I would have passed the test of faith that confronted Noah, I'm not so sure I would have. Join us today as Pastor Rander explains how daunting the task God presented to Noah was and how much faith it took to execute God's plan in this message, Noah, a man of faith. He'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. And Father, we thank you. We do need a word from the Lord. Not a political message, not a secular message. Not an entertaining message. Not an ear-tickling message. But a word from God. Thank you that we have come together to worship you in spirit and truth. How good and lovely it is to be in the house of God with the church of God to the glory of God. Help me now to preach in the power of your spirit in these last evil days in which we live. In Jesus' name, and all God's children say, Isn't it good to be in the house of God? We thank God from whom all blessings flow. Uh, Turn with us to Genesis chapter 8, verses 20 through 22. Genesis chapter 8, verses 20 through 21. And there you'll find these words. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took of every clean animal and of every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never... Again, curse the ground for man's sake. Although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. And from this particular passage of scripture, we want to preach this morning Noah's worship and God's covenant. Noah's worship and God's covenant. My friends, in this particular passage, we see one of the reasons why God instructed Noah to bring clean animals onto the ark and then off the ark, which was for the purpose of worshiping God. God is not worshiped with unclean animals. He is worshiped with clean animals. And we see here It was for the purpose of worshiping God. Why did Noah worship God? That's a question. Why did Noah worship God? Number one, because worship was priority to Noah, which moved him to give the Lord honor. 
Noah was moved to worship God because he desired, after the cataclysmic judgment of the flood, to give God homage, to give God reverence. He worshiped God because he desired to give God praise and glory to God who is full of grace and mercy. You see, my friend, after Noah, his family, and the animals got off the ark, the first thing Noah did was worship God. In Genesis chapter 8, verse 20, it says, Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took of every clean animal and of every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. The first thing that Noah did when he disembarked was worship God. That's powerful. Beloved, like Noah, worship must be a priority in the lives of believers personally as well as the church collectively. Is worship a priority to you? Well, we don't come to church to worship. We ought to be worshiping when we come to church. As a matter of fact, worship is not just what you do on Sunday. We ought to have a lifestyle of worship. We're to worship God when we get up in the morning. We worship God noonday. We worship God when we bless our food. We worship God in the shower. We worship God uh, when we're walking down the streets, when we're jogging, or when you're exercising, huffing and puffing, trying to blow off of, get off a few of those calories. Everything ought to be about what? Worship. Worship. Worship must be priority in the lives of believers personally as well as the church collectively. The whole church is not to be about entertainment, about us. It's about Jesus and him being glorified and the church being edified. Be mindful. God will not accept your worship in a life that has bitterness. He will not accept worship from you in a heart that's filled with hate. He will not, you can't honor God with worship with a heart filled with racial prejudice. You cannot worship God if you cannot forgive. You cannot worship God if your heart is lifted up in pride. You cannot worship God if you are engaging in sexual immorality as well as pornography or gambling. You cannot worship God authentically if you are selfish by nature. You cannot worship God if you're a slanderer messing up the reputation and names of others. You can't worship God in an acceptable way if you're a gossip. You're a gossip carrier. You're all over the place. You cannot worship God if you possess ill motive. You're doing things with a bad motive. Listen, you cannot worship God if you're being held captive by social media. And the internet, you're so attached to it. You're so into Facebook. You are so into technology. Not that it's wrong, but it has actually become addictive in your life. As a matter of fact, the truth be told, you are held captive by it. And you can't worship. Anything you love more than God is idolatry. The word of God says, thou shall not have no other God before me. You cannot worship God if you have a negative mindset. Some of you, you just get your negativity on. If it's not right, you're going to find it. Some of you cannot worship because of a judgmental spirit. You sit and you judge everything. You judge the song. You judge the preacher. You judge your husband. You judge your wife. You judge your children. 
You judge the preacher. You, you judge, you just, everything. You, you have to give your analysis or your evaluation on everything. Who, who called you to be all of that? As a matter of fact, you ain't all of that. Settle down, humble yourself, and get over yourself. Especially as we see the troubling times around us, such as the police shooting people, and people shooting police, the surest way to have peace in the midst of crises in our families and a nation as a whole is for you to do these three things. People are talking all around you. So let me give you some answers. Let me give you some things to take back to people. Let me give you something that the media, that ABC NBC, Fox News, and all the media outlets won't tell you. Let me give you something to share with your family on your, around the lunch table on your job, in the neighborhood. You need to write these down. So when people begin to talk, you have something con- spiritually constructive to tell them. Okay? We don't, we don't need to be spiritually illiterate. We need to have a timely word to refocus people and give them Something of, 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 of spirituality, of, of importance to hold on to. A, ask the Lord to give you a biblical perspective on the issues of our times and not allow yourself to be swayed by the opinions and inflammatory rhetoric of the media and people. I, I, I know you're writing, so I'm going to take my time because you need to be able to articulate this. Ask the Lord to give you a what kind of perspective? What kind of perspective? A biblical perspective on the issues of our times and not allow yourself to be swayed by the opinions and inflammatory rhetoric of the media and that of people. Powerful scripture on that is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20, which says, read it from the New Living uh, Translation. I love the way it puts it. For the kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk. It is living by God's power. <laughs> and some people just talk, 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 talk. Some of you just filling your ears with talk shows, talk shows, talk shows. It's good to know what's going on. But but if you get as much word in you as you get talk, you'd be spiritual giants. The kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk. And so many are just doing a lot of talk. A lot of talk is not going to help anybody. Uh, it's, it's, It's living by God's power and the power is inherently in the word of God. Beloved, talk is an insufficient substitute for worship. (laughs) Did you get that? Talk is an insufficient substitute for worship. Worship is not just a bunch of talk. Some of you talk, 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 talk. All over social media, all over email, all over text. Just talk, 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 talk. If you pray, 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 as much as you talk, 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 you won't be so mess, 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 messed up. Okay? The kingdom is not about 
talk but power, which is inherently in the word of God. B, you cannot genuinely worship God if you allow yourself to become angry over the injustices in this life. Okay? You cannot genuinely worship God if you allow yourself to become what? Angry over the injustices in this life. If you expect fairness for this life, you're going you're gonna to live in eternal depression. <laughs> We're not going to have fairness on this side until Jesus come and establish his righteous rule in the millennial kingdom. Otherwise, there will be no righteous until the Prince of Peace comes. If you're expecting some political personality or senator or congressman or Supreme Court or some news, some celebrity to bring peace huh, and justice, you're looking in the wrong place. You can't vote in uh, this kind of thing. So it's very, very critical that you not be led by your emotions, particularly the emotion of anger. You cannot generally worship God if you allow yourself to become angry. And that's just what Satan wants. Because when you're angry, you can't think straight. When, when you're angry, you're, you're not balanced. When you're angry, you're out of sync. Satan will exploit your anger and cause you to sin in words, attitude, and action. When you get angry, there go your mouth. It goes off. When you get angry, there go your attitude. It's all screwed up. And when you get angry, there, there, there you go, your actions. I mean, you're raising your voice. You're talking out of your head. Amen. You, you, you're saying stuff that's not substantive. Ephesians 4.26a says, be angry and do not sin. Now, there are some things we ought to get angry at, but it needs to be a righteous indignation. Say righteous. Now, some of y'all, uh, we ought to get angry at some of the things we see, but it ought to be a right. Jesus got angry and got a whip and whip folk out of the temple. That was a righteous indignation. Be angry, but do not sin in your anger. If you stay angry too long, it's a setup for exploitation from the enemy, Satan. Colossians 4, 6 also says, let your speech, say speech. Let your speech also be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. Do you have an answer that is from God that's salty, that preserves a timely word, a soft answer? Let your speech always be with grace. Let your speech Always be seasoned with salt that you may know how you ought to answer each one. Some of you don't know what to say or how to say what you say because you don't have enough word in you to even say what you need to say according to scripture. Only when you have the mind of Christ can you give answers that will have substance. Only when you have the mind of Christ will you give answers that will edify, which means to build up people who are looking for answers. Only when you have the mind of Christ will you be full of wisdom, which only comes through the word of God in prayer. C, I'm talking about worship. Be mindful that God is sovereign and everything that happens in life is under his feet. Okay? Be mindful that God is what? 
He has the right to do whatever he wants, however he wants, whenever he wants. He's God all by himself. He's not on our time. God is not bound by time. He works outside of time. And yet he deals with us in time, but he's not restricted by time. Be mindful that God is sovereign and everything that happens in life is under his feet. You know, when something's under your feet, that means what? You got control over it. You smash that roach, you can smash it because it's under your feet. It's gone. (laughs) Okay? You know, God can solve all this right now. God, God, you say, why God don't fix it right now? If God fix it right now, a whole lot of folk be dead. Perhaps even you for not rising up to your Christian responsibility. You say, why don't God fix it right now? Because he's a merciful God. Why does he fix this right now? Because he's a patient God. Why does he fix it right now? Because he's waiting on so many more to come into the kingdom for such a time as this. Be mindful that God is sovereign and everything that happens in life is where? Under his feet, which means that he is in absolute control of the good and the evil. Therefore, look to Jesus and rest in him. In the midst of shootings and chaos, in the midst of drugs, in the midst of hatred, and in the midst of racial prejudice, inflammatory rhetoric, you can rest in Jesus and not allow it to get the best of you. Psalms 8, chapter 8, verse 6 says, you have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. Which means God's in control. Now, if God's in control, what you worried about? You've lost your spiritual perspective if you don't realize that everything is under the feet of Jesus. Therefore, don't worry or allow your heart to be filled with unrest or anxiety. Don't worry. Trust God. The Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. So many troubled hearts. Neither let it be afraid. Don't let Satan put fear in you to the extent that you're scared to go to the store. You're scared to fly in an airplane. You're scared to to go out at night. Now, some of y'all need to come home at night. Okay, yeah, right. All right. The times are too bad for you to be roaming around two o'clock in the morning. Go home. Go home. Apart from a peaceful heart, you cannot have genuine, authentic worship with God. Yeah, how you have worship when your heart is full of anxiety? How you gonna have worship when your heart is filled with fear? How are you going to have worship when your heart is filled with worry? Apart from a peaceful heart, you cannot genuinely worship God. And you all, this is a message we need to be taking, taking to the population, to the world, and to our places of activities. One of the worst things we can do to ourselves is to be self-deceived in worship. Okay, now that's big. One of the worst things we can do to ourselves is to be what? Self-deceived in worship. 
which is unacceptable before God. The question we must ask ourselves is, is our worship acceptable or unacceptable before God? It's only two kinds of worship, not 15 kinds. Acceptable or unacceptable? If God, I pose this question, if God were to tell you the number of times, uh, tell us the number of times we have genuinely worshiped God this year, we would all be surprised by his answer. You say, God, I, could you tell me uh, how often have I genuinely, authentically worshiped you this year? God says, I'm glad you ask. He said, you know what? The totality of your genuine worship from January to July has been about two minutes worth. Oh, you got a big Bible. Oh, you dress the part. Oh, you talk the spiritual lingo. But you haven't worshiped God. How are you going to worship God and you don't tithe to God? How are you going to worship God while robbing, to, robbing God? going to worship God and you're so negligent with your punctuality. You can't even be on time to sing, be on time to worship. You come to church on time, you play golf on time, you get on a cruise ship on time, you meet the plane on time, but I come mostly 15 minutes. They're doing the announcements about now. You're not, who are you fooling? You fool. Some of you think you worship God, you so mean, contrary, suspicious, analytical, got to figure. Some of you can't worship because you outright to control it. You got to be in charge. You got to have it your way. If you don't have it your way, you are, you are a hot mess. Oh, look how quiet it is in here. I'm talking about Noah. The first thing he did when he got off that ark, was worship God. Secondly, Noah and his family worshiped because they experienced God's preservation and divine protection through the catastrophic flood. Noah and his family worshiped God because they experienced God's what? Preservation and divine protection through the catastrophic flood. Uh, in Genesis chapter 7, verse 23, it says, So he destroyed all living things which were on the face of the ground, both man and cattle, creeping thing, and bird of the air. They were destroyed from the earth. Underline this. Only Noah and those who were with him in the ark remained alive. My friends, that's God's preservation and that's God's protection. All I'm saying is that God knows how to keep you when America is going down fast. God knows how to preserve you. God knows how to protect you. Uh, when, when all hell breaks out, God is keeping you. He's the place of refuge. He's, you, you are under his wings. He, he, he holds you in the palm of his hands. Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be afraid. The same God who took care of Noah in the midst of a catastrophic flood is God enough to keep you 
in the midst of the times and the evil days in which we live. He worshiped God because God preserved him and protected him when everything around him died. Just because folk are dying around you don't mean you have to die. Now, if you act a fool, you will die before your time. Stop playing games with your life. You can rush yourself to an early grave. Oh, oh, why is this happening? Why is that happening? Listen, you can't go anywhere until the Lord say so. (laughs) So, so, So just rest in him. Abide in him. Take comfort in him. Uh, Only Noah and those who were with him in the ark remained alive. They had life, vitality, peace in in a world that was raging with floodwaters. And even though the storms are raging in America, even though things are out of sync, even though America is on a spiritual decline, even though America is, thank you, Holy Spirit. Be mindful of this. You cannot stop the decay of America. (laughs) I wish I had this mind. You you cannot stop that. You say, well, I'm going to stop this uh, decay. If I preach enough and if I sing enough and if I read my Bible enough, I'll stop all this decay. You, (laughs) are you fooling yourself? No. You know, God is using us to to just slow down the decaying process. Did you get what I just said? (laughs) To just slow it down. You're salt. You're you're preservative. Uh, The world is headed uh, uh, to hell not only in a um, uh, uh, a handbasket. No, I'm trying to think of something big. Uh, If if y'all got something big I can say out there, I can show you it right now. Uh, uh, I don't know. A uh, 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 wheelbarrow. I need something bigger than a wheelbarrow. Uh, uh, huh? Uh, uh, but no, uh, I need something bigger than that. America, uh, America's, America's going to hell uh, 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 in, in the large, uh, 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 in the Grand Canyon. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that's, you've been to Grand Canyon? If you had, now, you know how big that is? That's how. America's going down, not in, a, not in a handbasket, in the Grand Canyon. Life circumstances uniquely affect people differently, yet God's love, grace, and mercy are limitless. The good news is God's word is uniquely sufficient. He knows what to do in every situation. He made us and he knows us better than we know ourselves. The Bible tells us to trust him, lean on him, and to acknowledge him. Whether it's a success, a setback, or a failure, no matter what it is, God will order our steps when we depend on Him and Him alone to uniquely perform His good and perfect work within us. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Families and friends, join the entire Maranatha Bible Church family for food, fun, prizes, and fellowship at its 2022 Hallelujah Fun Festival on Saturday, October 29th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. on the Maranatha grounds. Fun activities for all ages include photo booths, ball pits, moon bounces, pony rides, petting zoo, pumpkin hunt, s'mores, cakewalk, and so much more. See you on the 29th at 11 a.m.
Please join the Maranatha Bible Church family on Sunday, November 13th at 10 a.m. as we celebrate our annual Military Appreciation Day to recognize and thank veterans, all branches of the military, and their families for their self-sacrificing service and selfless determination to uphold the United States of America as the land of the free and the home of the brave. Worship with us as we honor these individuals, countless of whom paid the ultimate price for our freedom. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.